0: hello welcome to Claire and Candid with me Stephanie where I share my musings on issues that affect me Um, I know this is my first episode and welcome Um, so I wanted to start this episode on and a note that will affect everyone okay not to that is That is applicable to everyone in this time um, as we all know um, we have been facing a lot of issues regarding racism police brutality and the black lives matter movement and um, I recently put I put something a week ago or a few weeks ago on my story about was about two weeks ago about sending in voice recordings to share your thoughts but unfortunately i didn't get i didn't get enough to really talk about them so i think i'm just going to go solo today um today's episode i was looking i was thinking of what title i should use but. I couldn't think of anyone. And then I just decided I'm going to just talk about being black. And black in quotation marks. What does it mean to be black? I listened to a podcast or an, a video by Ebony Davis, who is. A model. She's. Um, she's a model. She's a racism, anti-racism advocate. She's a very prolific speaker. Um, she talked about what it is to be black in America, and she said that being black being born black is like you already signing this it's like you've been scrutinized even from when you are born and i've heard statements every day like most of the time and i'm hearing statements that are like oh like i've heard some people tell other black women that oh you're pretty for a black girl or you're pretty for a black lady i'm like she's pretty she's pretty that's it nobody's pretty for because so you're telling me that somebody's beauty is dependent on whether she has more melanin than another person to me that is very very shallow and she talked about the system how dehumanized it has become and how the system is a system that doesn't even regard human lives um cnn had um there was news going on on cnn i think now that has been what most people are watching or the news channel um the various news channels but apparently the defense attorney for derek chauvin the police officer that killed george floyd by asphyxiation i think that was what it was called i'm still trying to come to terms with how you can not literally press somebody's neck for that amount of time but i don't want to delve into that today so this man was interviewed and he had the guts the effrontery, to open his mouth and say oh but if if the people around the bystanders that were recording this if the bystanders knew that what he was doing was so wrong was so bad why didn't they help him so in a way they are to blame because they saw this guy dying and you guys even feel the need to help him i've never heard such statement you are defending a murderer basically so you're saying that number one the guy derek or whatever his name is has the right to kill somebody and you are practically saying that what he did you are blaming the people who brought the situation to light i i i I don't even know how wicked or i don't even know what the term to describe people like that people who are so narrow-minded i i i i don't even think that can quantify how shallow their thinking is and i'm still surprised how that man got a lawyer certification how this guy went to college and he calls himself an attorney of law i don't know how but aside from that this man you are defending somebody that killed another person and you are asking the bystanders who were recording who continually asked continually pleaded continually begged with this police officer to please leave this man alone they realized that this man was dying and they were con they continued to beg sir please leave this man alone but this man did not even leave him alone he continued to press on his neck until he died as far as i'm concerned the only person that is that is able to ignore people's pleas to not kill this man kill this man seeing people because i think there was a point in the video where he looked up and he saw that people were recording him i think if it was somebody that to me if it was somebody that knew he was doing something that he knew he would have been he would have it's in my own i think he would have like stopped or something or he would have considered like okay guy people are recording you i can literally get in trouble for this and besides why would i kill somebody i don't even but he looked up there was a part in the video where he looked up he saw that somebody was recording what he was doing and he continued to press on this i think the only kind of person that can do that is a demon possessed person period um i think that's basically the only person that can do that is a demon possessed person. Back to what it means to be black. I I live in Nigeria. I am Nigerian. I stay in a country where 90% of the people are black. So I don't know what it is to be, but there's something that I've noticed in terms of um, how Nigerians treat white people, and I feel it's the people that are, let me not say illiterate, that's a very strong word, but I think the people who are not, they have not been exposed, I mean, let, let me just say that word, exposed. People who have seen the world. I, I think I was going to, a. I was at this place. I think it was around. It was in the afternoon, and um, we were in a restaurant, and then there were some people in like a place, just random people doing their thing on a Sunday after church, and. A white person enters to come and order food, and practically everyone is staring at him. Like, everyone is so giddy. Look at that man, look at that man. And I'm like, he's a person in my mind. I was just like, I just continue to eat my food. But then I see people around me looking at this guy, guy, look at this man, like just staring at him, leaving their food. Treating him like as if he's some special person not trying to like I'm not hating on this man. Whoever he is, but He's a regular person like each and every one of us So why are you treating him like as if he's this guy that is meant to be feared and I I don't know I think this is my own opinion. So nobody should judge me I know people have different opinions on this subject because it's a very sensitive subject I acknowledge that but this is my own opinion I feel like that kind of mentality is rooted in racism I think I believe so because Africans were sold into slavery and they were made to believe that white people are superiors white people are but now people are beginning to understand that that's not the case that people are that white people like are to be feared or something or and now in recent times they are to be feared but like at that time they were like their masters and maybe people people who um people who haven't been exposed to the world people who maybe live in the The slums. I'm talking about Ojo Legba, Mushin, all those places, all those deep, deep areas. And you do see them once they see a white person pass, they're like, "Oh, look at that Oyibo! Look at that Oyibo man!" Ah, and there's nothing. It's not a big deal. But I think I understand. But I feel it's something that we need to be sensitized on that. They are just regular people okay so don't force yourself and i think that people are starting to understand that nigerians are starting to understand that look you can be successful anywhere you are it's because of what you have inside that counts what you have inside that counts nigerians just want to do and go to go I don't know how to describe it but i think that's basically how it is so i'm um, i think that's my opinion as my belief there might be some pros there might be some cons but like i said it's my opinion and i have a right to state mine um i believe that being black it's beautiful it's being beautiful being black is being it is also being scrutinized for just being it's being scrutinized for just being black it's being scrutinized just because you are darker than me it's the color of our skin that is dark it's not our hearts people keep saying it's always the inside that counts is the inside that counts but we're not seeing it and i need to and i want to just say this statement it's only the color of our skin that is dark our history but our hearts are not dark and use and i honestly like what has been happening a lot of protesters protesters the statue of robert lee was pulled down and protesters were kicking it slapping it using their legs to stomp on it and i felt so happy i felt so good because and it's sad that it had to take a life that george floyd had to die for this to be brought to life. that brianna and we shouldn't forget those other people too that brianna taylor had to be part that eric warner or goner i'm trying to remember his name and some other people had to experience that loss that they had to die they had to they had to lose their lives so that we can know the essence of our own if that makes sense um those are my thoughts on the black lives matter movement and um, we're black is nothing that we can and people who have problems with black we're black deal with it that's that's your business if you don't like us you can go and do whatever you want with, with yourself that's not our problem we're black our culture is so rich our history is so rich and for people who and then i also want to address the issue of racial blind spots racial blind spots people who say i don't see black or something like that or they'll be like oh i don't see black for white people it's something that has been there since you can't tell me that you don't see black you can't tell me that you don't see that black people are being mistreated every day just because of the color of their skin or because of or because of the perception that people who are black are gangsters are drug dealers are thieves uh, pickpockets all all of those other backgrounds which they are not you can't tell me that you don't see black you don't see and I really, for people who really want to understand racism more, I think I saw a post on some. But I think if you want to start, I think you should watch The Hate You Give. So, this, there was a scene in which, um, let me not spoil it people who haven't watched it, but Star, who is Amanda Stenberg, fa- is like advocating, is speaking out. For a friend of hers who she saw get killed By a police officer and he didn't do anything wrong He was just being black, which is why I continue to say so she, Her boyfriend is white and on the day of prom she sees ev- Everybody is like looking at her weird She spoke out. She was afraid to speak up before but she wanted to be she threw some talks with herself she realized that she had to speak out but in the interview they blurred her face so for a moment people didn't know who she who people didn't know that it was star but then eventually people found out and then as she was entering her school for prom she meets her boyfriend expecting him to be all smiley but then he's looking at her a certain way and then he tells her that you think I don't know that you were the one that was speaking in that interview and and she explains to him why she does that that look I've seen and this friend that she saw get killed was the second friend when she was younger her other best friend got killed by a group of gangsters and drug dealers and that and then he says this same statement that i hear every most white people say oh i don't see your blackness oh white and black are all the same and then she says if you don't see my blackness you don't see me if you don't see the fact that i have more melanin than you if you don't see the fact that oh black people are being mistreated if you don't see our rich history you don't see us you can't think that you think that oh, wearing durags and this stuff like that makes you black it doesn't make you black just that you being in a barn doesn't make you a chicken or you being in a garage doesn't make you a car exactly you staying in the garage doesn't make you a car nevertheless you trying to do, do the drag and do all of that okay i'm sorry I had to use the reference drag but, but like we all know that black guys look way better in your house. but <laughs> just because you do all of that that doesn't mean you are black you're just and you are trying to adopt to the black culture it doesn't make you black and she said a very powerful statement like if you don't see my blackness then you don't see me those are my thoughts on the black lives matter movement and we will continue to fight just because something is not on the trending list again that doesn't mean it's going to die it's not but we must all do our part donate sign petitions be educated because sometimes it's not like these people mean to they just don't know they just do it out of like ignorance they don't know so we must educate these people and sometimes some of them know but they just choose to act stupid and sometimes we still have to educate them to more we can't stop trying those are my thoughts on being black and in honor of this I wrote I have written a poem that is titled beauty in our ebony because there's so much beauty but it's just that people are trying to hide it i am now confident even in this time of uncertainty that there truly is beauty in my ebony hair tangled up in rich curls yet unraveling the enormity of our rich powerful history So much beauty in our ebony. Our robust hips and perfectly shaped bodies, even if they are styled with mockery, there is beauty in our ebony. Skin so dark yet shining the blinding light, light that shines immaculately, even in the darkness. Our history so rich you could not count, Our strength, our determination, our pride are its unique currency. They say that with just one look, we're dangerous, full of anger and madness. If that is the case, then there's beauty behind our madness. Let me roll and play inside our pretty curls don't mind what they say even if insults are everyday hurled they say we are scary and they want to tear us apart but they need to understand something it's our skin that is dark not our heart so I will say it again with all truth inside of me because I've never meant anything more yes There is beauty in our ebony. A virus spreads that destroys people's faiths. Not AIDS or even Corona. But the virus of hate. Sadly perpetrated. Coldly calculated. But we will not lose hope. The fear can't make us blinded. And to God every day we pray that our lives are what He is fondling because just by existing, we can become non-existing. But there is beauty in our unity, beauty in our rich history. And now in this time and moment of clarity, there is so much beauty in our ebony. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share. And make sure you support the Black Lives Matter movement. Until my next episode, I remain your homegirl, Stephanie. And I will see you in my next episode. Bye.